welcome to Inspired by Cass. I'm your host, Cassie Sheaf. This is a podcast where absolutely no topic is off limits. I'm creating a space for you to come to, to be inspired to live a life that is authentic, bold, and bigger and better than you have ever imagined. Hello, beautiful soul. Welcome back to Inspire by Cass. And as always, I'm so honored to have you here listening to my podcast. And I have another amazing podcast interview today to share with you with just another one of the beautiful souls that I've connected with thanks to Instagram over the last few years. Again, um, another amazing woman who, uh, you know, calls me her psychic, um, which is just sometimes so weird to think about. Um, but yeah, I have the incredible Jessie who is from, um, train like Jess. I'm sorry. It is actually train with Jess. Um, and Jess and I connected a few years ago when she booked in a reading with me and we have just remained friends. I also do readings for her all the time. Um, and yeah, she's, when, when I first did a reading for, for Jess, she was a, she was a personal trainer and she was still working in the gym. And I was like, bitch, you're getting out. Uh, I gave her the timeline and I think that was like really quite accurate or she was maybe a little even beforehand, but, um, I've watched her grow, uh, in the online space. I can just, in terms of her confidence showing up, it's, it's just been an absolute honor. So very excited. This topic, this, this entire conversation, like we literally, if you guys haven't gathered already, when I get a, when I get a guest on my podcast, I don't really plan anything. I just spend a bit of time just either I already know them or I spend a bit of time kind of like talking with them just to like get an idea of like where they're at in just terms of like what they what their interests are and I just like riff on the podcast and honestly this this episode is you know no different Jess and I talk about coming off the pill which you guys know I'm a very strong advocate for um Jess is someone that I was like you really need to get off the pill this is like what it's causing to your body I gave her some great recommendations um and you know again we talk into that and what life is like now that we're off the pill like our sex life and like all the things right and obviously just from a health perspective, Jess is obviously an online coach and she's also a business mentor and a mindset mentor as well. So uh, we just talk about life in business, what like the priorities around life, especially me, like if you guys don't know, and I talk into this, but like my business started out in the, in the health industry. I was a health and life coach before I kind of like had my spiritual awakening. Uh, so I kind of just spoke about my journey, um, transitioning and just like why I'm so passionate about holistic health as a whole, which I know is something that Jess is also really, really into. So we talk life, we talk business, we talk spirituality, we talk friendships, relationships, all the things as always, you guys know, I just love these episodes to just feel like you're sitting on the couch with your besties talking about amazing topics, talking about things that you maybe wouldn't normally talk to your best friends about. I'm not really sure. Uh, but I really hope you enjoy it. Please go, if you don't already go give Jess, uh, a follow, obviously it's train with Jess and she has also just released her own podcast, um, which is unlocking her. So I'm going to also put the links to all of that below. So you can go give that a listen to if you really vibe with, um, Jess and what she has to say. So if you're like interested, obviously, in just like, you know, working out, getting healthy, or you're looking for a mindset coach, a business mentor, all the things. Jess is a very, very successful 
uh, online coach. Uh, so if you are also like a fitness online coach and you are kind of looking for someone who's already in the field, who successfully transitioned from like in the gym to online, go check out Jess, hire her as your coach. You will not regret it. Um, but as always, my loves, I really hope you enjoy this episode. Let me know, go in, jump into the, uh, my, my online community, go to, go to the link below, join the community, either join it, um, as the free subscription. So this, this is the inspired by cast community. If you haven't heard, so basically my online community, I've created it as a hub. I'm sharing educational content. I'm sharing my meditations, my sound healings, but you can also join as a paid member so that you get access to all of the, uh, new moon and full moon healing activations that I do each month. So there is no need anymore to have to register for each full moon and each new moon. You just join the paid version of my online community and you get, it's just like a set and forget because we all know that we're forgetful and life needs to be automated as much as possible. So I'm trying to automate this for you because I know a lot of you just like to get it month to month. Um, Yeah, month to month. So all the details are below, but if you just want to join the free community, come and join the chat about this podcast episode. Let me know what you think, or as always, take a screenshot, share it on Insta. Let Jess and I know what you thought about it. I honestly just, I loved this conversation. I'm so excited to share it with you. I really hope that you enjoy it and just fuck it. Let's get into it. I love you so goddamn much, but as always, I hope that you are loving yourself too. Enjoy the episode and I'll probably not outro this. So I'll just um see you in the next episode. Bye. Hello, beautiful soul, and welcome back to Inspired by Cass. I am very excited and very honored to have my dear, like, online bestie gal, Jessie, here. I know. I'm really excited to just talk about, like, how we've connected, too. Yeah. Um, so, Jessie, uh, had I have, you know, been connected online now for a little while, mm-hmm. and I thought it would be a beautiful opportunity to have her on my podcast. So, Jessie, I'm going to throw it over to you, my love. Introduce yourself to the listeners. Hello, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. It has been such a journey for our friendship. So this mm. is just so nice to, I guess, come full circle and connect in this way, I guess. Mm. But I am an online coach and fitness mindset, business, all of the things kind of rolled into one. But I'm really passionate about like self-love, body positivity, kind of like working on your health and mindset together as well as like body image, food freedom, all of those good kinds of things. Yes. I love this, which I'm so excited to kind of like have this conversation with you today. As I was saying, before we hit record, you're probably the one of the, I haven't had anyone from like the health and fitness kind of space on my podcast for a while. And yet that's kind of like where I started to begin with. So I'm really excited to just kind of expand on a conversation that I feel like I've probably had many Mm -hmm. times, but just from two of us who obviously have like, we're at a different evolution point within ourselves. Yeah, definitely. Right. So obviously two very important questions we'll start off with. What's your astrology and what's your human design? So my astrology is I'm a Scorpio sun, Scorpio Mm -hmm. rising Mm -hmm. and Capricorn moon, which... It's a bit intense. <laughs> yeah. A bit intense. We're quite literally contradicting each other. Like I'm mm. like, I either give too many fucks or no fucks at all. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's chaos. Yeah. And then my human design is a generator mm-hmm. with a sacral 
authority yes authority. You so there you go. Yeah. thank you <laughs> got it right we had to just double check that one before we hit record as well yeah, guys we <laughs> I was fairly sure I just wasn't yeah. like a hundred percent you were pretty confident you're a generator yeah look the uh the double Scorpio as I said I know someone X was a double Scorpio um so I know the intensity that can come it's a lot with, yeah hundred percent I've been on the receiving end of the intensity <laughs> it's a lot but I guess when you know how to like handle yourself like that then it's actually not that bad like I actually really like being a Scorpio I genuinely I really really vibe with Scorpios I genuinely seem to be quite attracted to them I always have lots and I've always had a lot of Scorpios in my life because um I just have a lot of intensity within my own chart I feel so I just like attract out more intensity it's like oh okay it's like lack for life <laughs> it's fine it's the ones that like aren't aware of their shit that you got to be careful of yeah yeah <laughs> you Scorpio people like you you're intense beings like you've you've got to nurture that intensity otherwise yeah. it's just too much yeah <laughs> mm. but that's right we love we we love Scorpios love I've had a love-hate relationship with Scorpios anyone listening you know I've I've spoken <laughs> yeah, you've, you've got a whole nother level attached to that <laughs> yeah um but anyways blessings on that so Jesse I would love to know because obviously even though you're in um you know the health and fitness kind of like space you're quite spiritual that's yeah. how we're connected right yeah um so I would just love for you to kind of give everyone a bit of a background journey into like what your like journey has been into spirituality kind of like bring it into your daily life you know, did you grow up spiritual religious all that kind of stuff I definitely was a weird child <laughs> <laughs> I love it <laughs> Like my mum still says things to me this day, like just things that I knew. And like, I was known as a child to like walk up to people and be like, you're pregnant. Like, mm. and I can still pick that up on people to this day. Um, but like, I was always just like very off with the fairies. I was always outside in nature, like doing stuff. I was also very artistic. Mm. So could draw really well, painting, all that kind of stuff. Um but I think from my really young age, I weirded people out. So I learned to not tap mm-hmm. into that anymore. And I shut it off completely. I know I used to see a lot of things as well, which scared the absolute fuck out of me <laughs> as mm. it does when you first, like you're a child, right? Um, I had an imaginary friend. I'd used, I'd set the table for her. I'd speak to her. And then I just kind of like, pretty natural you grow out of that as a kid but I think it was because I scared people with what I would Mm. say and yeah learned that it was weird so I stopped tapping into it and it wasn't actually until like like I remember being in high school like mid high school and one of my um family friends is super spiritual she does like theater healing and like all that kind of stuff as well um and I remember starting to see like 11 11 all the time Mm. so that was probably my first like awakening I think I sent that to in like 2009 yeah, and I was wow. like what does this mean and she like sent it back to me okay this is she, she actually just wrote it's happening and I was like okay cool you weirdo <laughs> literally no but like 100% if anyone was like I'm seeing 11 11 I'm like cool like welcome to the journey like yeah. get ready this is where it starts um and like I like I said I, it always was a part of me I even had like little fairy stones and like crystals from a young age mm. and like line them all up I was always a weird woo-woo girl at heart mm. but I was just like scared of I think I was scared of what I would see more yeah. than anything um so yeah started then and then obviously just started to get louder and louder and louder <laughs> and I would say I've had like 
I guess a few awakenings because it kind of obviously as you know happens in stages like Mm. I started to become aware of all these things I started to get a bit more interested in them like I'd go to psychics or things like that and then as you know like I have a psychic reading with you like every four to six months now (laughs) it's just part of my practice now it's normal um but yeah so I'm like I said, the angel number friend Mm. and just like the more and more I've started to tap into that side of me, I've been able to, I guess, trust my intuition a lot more. And like, I can even now pick up on synchronicities between like conversations that I have with people or like I ask the universes for signs. I always talk to my angels. Like I'm Mm. just the weird spiritual friend that everyone's like, not this again. And like, (laughs) And not many, like my friends are like into that kind of stuff, but not to like the level mm. that I kind of have been. Um, and like even my best friend, I hope she listens to this actually, she'll laugh at this, but like she can't even take me places because I know where she's taking me. Like she'll be like, oh, I'm taking you for a surprise. We're going to do this. It's for your birthday, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I already know where you're taking me. She's like, no, you fucking don't. I was like, yeah, I know where you're taking me. I was like, don't tell me. I'm going to tell a couple of the other girls just to confirm that like I've guessed right. She mm. drove me. I said to the girls, I was like, I think she's taking me to sunflower fields. And that is also my universal sign. I always ask the universe if something's, my manifestations are on their way, show me mm. a sunflower and they'll pop up in the weirdest places. Like stuck to a tree on my walk like a picture of a sunflower or like yeah right yeah weird so she took me there I was like I knew she's like no you didn't I was like I did I swear and like it just happens all the time especially with her she's like Mm. can't even deal with your shit right now so yeah that's that's probably me in a nutshell Mm -hmm. and I guess I'm only at the start of things compared to like where you're at like I (laughs) obviously delve in tarot cards and things like that but Mm. yeah that's pretty much me in a nutshell trying to tap into it a lot more and not be scared of it is hard to like yeah when you've learned to shut it out it's so hard to like bring it back in that yeah. makes sense. No, 100%. Like I've literally, I've had to go through that journey of like tapping back yeah. into it because I saw spirits as a child and yeah. I never told anyone about it. And for some reason, I also never thought it was weird. But yeah. then over time, obviously, like you just, because what they say is when we're like, as children, like we are able to um, kind of like access that yeah. higher vibration, right? So that's why we I guess because we see. don't have that like... There's no filter. We don't have all the limiting beliefs of all these other things as well. So you're kind of like open to everything. Yes. Yeah. And so like what we're all going through now is basically trying to like yeah. recondition ourselves, make ourselves feel safe with that. Like that's what's been like yeah. for me. It's like, okay, cool. I really need to accept the fact that like I do see things. Like yeah. I am psychic. I do feel things. And, you know, like... This is, this is literally, you know, I always say to people like, we're all psychic. We all have these yeah. gifts. It's just a matter of like, how comfortable are you yeah. with actually accessing and discerning all this information that you are yeah. always getting? Like you're saying, like you like, oh, I have all these synchronicities. It's like, if we start to notice those synchronicities, yeah. we just attune ourselves to all the synchronicities. Yeah. And like, I always knew that I had like weird gifts, but it wasn't even until like, in one of our readings, you were like, oh, you're clairsentient, you're claircognizance, you're clairaudient. I'm like, what the fuck? And then when I like researched into it, I was like, 
yeah, I have all of those things. Like I hear voices sometimes. I obviously just know things and Mm. like, yeah, it's just weird. I have really vivid dreams as well. Dreams is like a thing. Mm. I'll have a dream about someone the next day, something will happen. And often like I've rung up family members and I'm like, are you okay? It's like 4am. They're like, can you not? I'm like, oh, sorry. Like I just had to check. Like I can't, I got to trust that. Yeah. It happens too often and they're always spot on. Um, but mm. I'm, I've not tapped into like the seeing side, which I'm not obviously mad about at the moment, but. <laughs> Look, I, I could do a whole podcast episode on like what that's like, because I think there's a lot of misconceptions about like what actually being clairvoyant is like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think that's why a lot of people are kind of like scared of like tapping into yeah. it. Because yeah. they're like, oh my God, I'm just going to start seeing shit. It's like, no, no, it's not quite But the like sentient that. is kind of my strongest. Like I can definitely yeah. feel energies. I can feel when something is in the room. Mm. I can just feel someone's vibe literally by the minute. But I'm yeah. even before I approach them, I'm like, oh, nah. Like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's very, that scares people a lot too. Like I've been like at a family dinner and like, I'm like, oh, someone's here. And people are like, shut up. You're being a weirdo. I'm like, all right next minute door slams I'm like okay cool yeah I was lying yeah but like I can tell the difference between when it's like bad vibes and when it's good Mm -hmm. so previously when I was trying to tap into that I was like I don't want to feel anything I was so closed off to everything whereas now if something does happen in my house or wherever I'm actually not scared of it because I can obviously discern whether it's like harmful or not if that makes sense like yeah yeah And you've got to tap into that. Otherwise everyone becomes like a lot of the past clients I've worked with. They're like, oh my God, there's spirits around me all the time. And I'm so scared. And I'm like, bro, like they don't want to hurt you. No. Literally. I think because growing up, that's what you learn too. You're like, oh, spirits are bad. Yeah. Like, oh my God, ghosts. Like get out. (laughs) It's like, no, (laughs) they're actually, (laughs) they're just chilling. (laughs) They're just chilling. (laughs) They're just chilling. (laughs) Literally. Literally. Just tell them to fuck off. Like you, you have the power. Yeah. So it's very interesting now to being in a relationship with someone who is, he says he's not like that, but like, he is so like that. Like (laughs) if I say things, he's like, oh yeah, whatever. And I'm like, Mm. all right then. And then he'll, (laughs) I don't know. He'll say something. I'm like, and you reckon you're not spiritual? Like, no, but But I really realize like how many things that I do that are like super spiritual. And he's like, oh, you're doing that again. And I'm like, oh, that's just like my normal life. I didn't even think that was weird. Yeah. He's like, are you talking just... to your cards again? That's what he says. <laughs> but as you said, right, he, he's he's doing little things that are also quite spiritual, but he's just like, oh, that's acceptable. Or yes. that's like, and it's like, but that's that's spiritual. Right. Like, what are you talking about? Right. You know, so, but it's not tarot cards. So like. No. Yeah, that's you know. that's exactly right. Like he won't let me go into his house, like where he was living. He reckons it's cursed. He will not let me go in that house. Like a lot of bad things has happened to him since he's lived there, but he will not let me go in his house because it's cursed. He reckons demons will rise from the rubble once it's knocked down, but he's not spiritual at all. Yeah, right. Mate. He's like, something something bad will happen to you if you walk in there. I'm like, are you serious? Yeah, I'm a weirdo for talking to my fucking cards. (laughs) We'll just... (laughs) He's going to come around, I think. Oh, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, anyway. We'll see. 
So it's, mm. it's all with it. It's all around. I'm very. That's it. Angry. You're so open to it. I think that's the really, really important thing is yeah. like, you just have to basically like, once you start seeing the angel numbers and we know for a lot of people, yeah. that's where it kind of begins, right? Cause you start yeah. to attune to that different frequency. Yeah. It's like, once you start seeing that, you really just have to like completely surrender into like what yeah. is ever going to happen. Cause you don't know no. where your journey is going to take you. Yeah. Right. Which- like, you don't know if you're going to end up like a full-blown, like, psychic healer, like yeah. me and like whatever else I'm. Oh, I can't hear you oh, now. Can see whatever. Oh, there we go. We're good. Sorry. Good? I thought mm-hmm. <laughs> we lost you. Um, so you just don't know. You've just got to completely surrender and be open to like whatever because you just don't know Absolutely. what your path is. Absolutely. And like things that happen are just, you can't explain them. Like there's no other reason for them. So you just kind of kind of truck like it's sometimes it gets too loud for you to ignore right 100% like I'm I'm the kind of person where it's just kind of like I'll just pause and I'm like wow this is another soul contract or like this yes. is another thing like I've just had I've had a lot in the last six months specifically where like and I just had another instance where I'm like wow another another soul contract has just entered my life because there's so yeah, many synchronicities can, yeah you can feel it I can and I can feel it I was like I don't know what this is gonna like where this is gonna leave I was like you know I'm just like nothing is ever coincidental no nothing is no. by accident everything is by design and the more that I sink into that and go that absolutely every experience person whatever mm-hmm. that I experience and have is in some way shape or form for me for my betterment even if it fucking breaks yeah. me at one point yeah like when you can really settle into that and just trust that absolutely everything is here on purpose Mm -hmm. you're good to go yeah no matter the outcome life life happens for you all exactly absolutely it's like one of my favorite (laughs) mottos same 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 even in the the fucking chaos right literally life could be falling apart but it's it all happens for a reason yeah i'm like i know i'll get out the other side of this Okay. Out. Like, yeah everyone around me is like bro like you need you you okay and I'm like I'm good like this I'm is good I'm, <laughs> I'm growing good far out <laughs> mm, I love that look and anyone guys it's like anyone listening like I think the really big takeaway from that really is just to remind you that wherever you are like right now in your journey like I really just want to remind you that like completely surrender into it and don't allow yourself to let the fear of the unknown because so much of this is the unknown yeah it's scary scary but it's fucking beautiful on the other side it is right it is Mm. so (laughs) I really want to dive into uh, I suppose the health side of things with you today because as I was saying and I feel like I've probably not really spoken into this much on my podcast like in probably probably like years um but I got into the online space as a coach um as a health and life coach like I was helping people obviously um obviously not in the same capacity as you because obviously you're an actual trainer right but I was doing the more so the mindset food yeah. kind of thing with people and then eventually that just obviously morphed itself into spirituality because what I started to realize was I was like, oh, like macros, food, energy, everything is energy. If I just work on my energy, then I'll be a better person. That was basically like in a very short form, how I went from like health to spirituality. But (laughs) it makes sense. Like it's just a continuation of that. Absolutely. Right. 
And what I was finding super frustrating, I'd love to just talk with you on this today is like, I was like having people come to me like, oh yeah, like I want to lose weight. I want to be healthy, you know? And I'd like, cool. Like, so obviously just like, gotta eat well, you know, like let's work on your gut health. Like, let's just prioritize that. Like, oh yeah. I'm like, I'm really stressed. I'm anxious. I'm angry. Like my partner and I always fighting, yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, cool. Well, you're just like a generally quite an unhealthy human being. Like your brain's actually not functioning. And they're just like, but I just want to lose weight. You know, I'll be happy when I lose weight. And I'm like, oh man, I was like, I can't fucking do this. No. And like, even just like where people carry weight on their body is a spiritual thing. Mm. Oh my God. Let's fucking get into that, please. Like fuck me. Like yes. even like for myself, like when I um first started my weight loss journey and like for those who don't know me, like I was really, really tiny from a young age. I was like 53 kilos, struggled with severe body dysmorphia. Also, I was like, an athlete so kind of it was a bit of an intense journey for me to have that really poor relationship with exercise my body put on 30 kilos and then had to I didn't have to I chose to put my health first and lose it all I'm now 30 kilos down but when I was at my heaviest where I was carrying the weight is and I still kind of am carrying there but it's like obviously going down because the more that I work on my spiritual health and mindset Mm -hmm. my body shape has changed And obviously, yes, like I'm doing weights and all those things that's changing my shape, but you still can see where you carry that weight, right? So for me, it's actually like in my lower belly pouch and around my hips because Mm. all of my trauma is stored in my sacral chakra. And every time I do a fucking reading with someone, whether that's Reiki or with you, you tell that my base and my sacral chakras are blocked. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Perfect example. Perfect example. And such a common one, right? Like women, like we obviously do store like more um, like belly fat around that region yeah. for many, many reasons, but on a spiritual level, yeah. absolutely. Like yeah. I do so many readings for women and it's like, oh, I'm like, I can't feel your sacral or I'm like, fuck your sacral is overactive. Like yeah. my, because it's the center for divine feminine. It's the center for our sexuality. It's obviously connected to all our reproductive organs. Yeah. So if there's been any trauma of any type, you've just got an energy center in your body that is just yeah. like, to put it simply, like it's fucked up. Yeah. And it's right? like trying to, I guess that layer of fat is like trying to protect itself in that area as yes. well. So yeah. weird. The body is a wild thing. It is, right? But our body is a literal manifestation of our soul, right? And that's what's been like a really, really big thing for me in just terms of like, I could just see people and they're physically unhealthy. And it's like, fuck me, what's happening on the internal for you? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And it goes so much further than just food, right? It's like, if yes, like obviously food and gut health is so, so important, but it's like, if you don't have, like, in my opinion, like a, a healthy mind and a healthy soul, like that's going to in some way, shape or form manifest itself. If it's not physically visible in this terms of like your size or weight, there's going to be like internal shit happening. Yeah. That's like literally fucking up your stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. And even like, um, I mean, you told me to read that book as well, that Code Red book. Yeah. Like she talks about like all of her like, I think she had PCOS and endo from Mm -hmm. memory, but like she had reproductive issues. Yeah. It's all literally like dysregulated nervous system shit. 1000%. And it's going to, yeah, whether it's your reproductive or wherever, like I myself, I've had this shoulder injury for neck injury 
for literally mm. like 18 months now. And that's something that like we worked on together as well. Yeah. It's like literally linked to a block in my throat chakra and I can't fucking move it. It's definitely a lot. It's getting a lot better, but it's, I tried all physio sessions. Like I still go to the physio like at least a month because obviously I'm a fitness coach. So I know at some level I need to be doing something to loosen up those muscles. Right. Mm. But like no amount of like physically trying to do things for my body was actually helping it. And I actually had to do more of the mindset, spiritual stuff to shift it. And that's why it's gotten better. Not because I'm actually not doing anything different in terms of my rehab, but Mm -hmm. my mental health mindset, spiritual practice is so much more different. So coincidence, I think not. Yeah. Definitely not. I do remember actually, I think one of the first readings I did, I was like, oh my God, like my back hurts, my neck hurts, like what the fuck is happening? Um, So I'm glad that that's kind of like. You actually sent me a voice note and you were like, do you have a lot of things going wrong with the left side of your body? Like I didn't even ask for a reading or nothing. You just randomly sent me a voice note. And I was like, yes. (laughs) You were like, it's all the feminine side of your body. It's all blocked, blah, blah, blah. Like, and it was, it was like acne on one side, my neck, my Mm. lower back on one side and something was wrong down on my leg. Yeah. Love. Even you surprise yourself. (laughs) Yeah, literally. I literally had someone message me the other day. They're like, oh, this has happened. Like you predict, you know, you did predict this. And I was like, oh, shit. We can get into that a bit later with the amount (laughs) of predictions you've got right for me, might I say. Sometimes I do surprise myself. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. So oh, yeah. I, I do think it's really, really important for people to look at the physical side as well as the spiritual yeah. side. It's like, if you feel like you're in pain or you're having like, yeah. especially with women, like you guys know, I've got a whole podcast on like how I healed my cycle and I healed my cycle before even reading that book. Like I read yeah. that book and I was like, holy fuck, this is just confirmation of everything that I just intuitively did. Yeah. And I was like, everyone needs to read this book. Like anyone yeah. I've spoken about so many times. Amazing. If you are trying to do anything in terms of healing your cycle, mm-hmm. getting off the pill, whatever. Yeah. It. It'll change your life. Yeah. Please. Like scream it from the rooftops. Lisa Lister, who wrote it, also wrote the book, Witch, that I'm like, I love yeah, as well. Yeah, she's, so. she's spiritual <sighs> as well anyway. So. 100%. Yeah. So she's like a really good you feel like you're especially like PCOS and or if you have anything like that or just any like pain in terms of like your cycle like mm-hmm. go read that book well I think Life you changing. actually told me to get off that like with all the like I think I did issues I had on my phone inside of my body yeah your guides were like tell her to read this book I remember you saying like they're telling me to re- you to tell you to read this so I did but I remember you saying like I, my body's obviously not safe in its feminine essence and getting mm. off the pill was a massive part of me being able to connect to my feminine essence a lot more because I didn't have that block there. Yeah. So wild. Yeah. I know that like my spiritual journey while I was already on it, once I got off the pill, like, that's when I became oh, more feminine. hundred percent. The amount of downloads I now get and like, just. It's wild. Hey. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I wow. mean. You guys, I fucking hate pharmaceuticals. I hate any type of like chemical, um, hormonal, more so, yeah, pill or whatever. Like it's just, it's literally blocking and fucking us up so badly. Yeah. Um. Again, not a doctor, but no, but yeah, absolutely. Literally. And like, 
even for me, like I didn't even have like a bad cycle or anything. Mm. I've never, I've never, I never went on the pill because of acne or like any abnormalities. I just went on it because I was sexually active. Yeah. And I was on it for like 14 years, might I add. Mm. Ridiculous. So yeah, it's taken such a long time for me to come back out of that as well. But literally I reckon two cycles and my, it was perfectly normal. And now like, I haven't got any issues. So I obviously had a really good experience with it. So I can't really speak to everyone, but also too, I would put that down to how healthy I am. Like, Mm. of course my cycle's going to be normal because I regulate my nervous system. I eat well, I nourish my body and I move my body every fucking day. And I work on my mindset. Like, of course, the circle of life yes and I feel like as a woman like obviously we don't work on a 24-hour cycle like men do right Mm -hmm. a monthly cycle and if you're something is wrong with your cycle there are so much other wrong things going on in your body that's a perfect indicator of whether you're healthy or not literally that's all you need yeah please track your cycle everyone like I when I I don't do it so much now I'm also because I'm just so naturally attuned to it when you have done it you know it yeah. You're like, Oh, I'm at this, I'm at this point in my cycle. Like I'm coming into my autumn now. So I'm like, okay, yeah. cool. I can feel myself going yeah. down a little bit. So I'm going to be like, I'm going to, not that I'm giving myself permission to be a little bit more like a downing mood. I'm like, I'm going to be more accepting no, of the fact. Honor it. Yeah. Like, like I'll you know wake what? up one day. It's usually mm. day 23. As soon as I'm irritated, I'm like, Oh, it's day 23. Period's yeah. coming in a week. Yeah. hundred well, percent. I'm sad. I'll be watching a TikTok and I'll be Crying my eyes out. My boyfriend's like, what the fuck's wrong with you? I'm like, mm, two days, I'm going to get my period. Bang yeah. on. Like, yeah. I don't even need to track it. Yeah. You just, you just, you start to learn the cues. Yeah. <laughs> Mine's my boobs. My boobs are weak yes. out. Nothing. I didn't have this problem before. I don't know. It was like for you being on the pill, but like, I used to play, I, like, I, never I used to play had soccer. It. Me either. So I used to play soccer very heavily. I played soccer for like 20 odd years. Right. And so like, yeah. basically like once I became a teenager, I got on the pill. So I didn't have really any symptoms right. or anything. So the first year that I got off and I started playing, like I kept was playing soccer, I chested the ball. Anyone who plays soccer, like even as women, we chest the ball. I was yeah. very, you know, exactly. <laughs> so the first time pain. I, right. The first time I did it and I was like that week before my period, I like almost cried on the field because it hit my nipples. Yeah. And I was just like, this is the most excruciating pain of my fucking life. Oh, like 10 worst. years I'd been, you know, like, having a period and playing soccer, no problems. Get off the pill. And I'm just like, please don't touch my chest. Mm-hmm. And like, <laughs> even just like little things, like how your body functions when you're on the pill, like coming off the pill one, I was so fucking depressed in my premenstrual phase yes. because it actually balances your serotonin as well throughout your cycle. So mm-hmm. that for me was like a whole, now it's fine. I just get like emotional or like a little bit blur, but yeah. like, the fucking dark thoughts that I would have when I it was like pre what's that is it PPD or something pre period like yeah. anyway there's a specific yeah. name for it the dark thoughts I was like what and thank fuck I am so self-aware and can like I work on that stuff I was like that is not you like mm. what the hell whereas like imagine how many people go through that and don't know that that's what it's linked to so that's yeah. leveled out but I never knew that like before the pill but also now I get bloated around like my ovulation I've seen you post about that I've yeah. never ever ever which it, I've researched and is a very normal thing mm. yeah I never ever had any ovulation 
symptoms because obviously you don't ovulate. You don't really ovulate. I know. No. Now I know. I have the opposite problem. I'm like, damn, I look skinny. I must yeah. be ovulating. No, I'm like those like couple of days where I actually, it's like, it's minor. It's like one yeah. or two days. And I'm like, oh, far out. What's that? And it's like real hard. And then I'll ovulate. Sometimes I get like, I can actually feel like a little bit of pain on one side where it's actually released from. Mm. That's rare. Sometimes it's happened. Like yeah. one time I had really bad ovulation pain. It was worse than my period. Yeah, and then wow. I put it on my story because I share everything. Everyone's like, oh, you've got, I'm like, I know my body. I don't have anything wrong with me. Like yeah. it's just because you have endo, I don't have it. I'm fine. But yeah. mm. I guess that just comes too with being so in tune with your body. You know what it's doing. That's it. You can, and that's the thing, like, you can know, like, and this is not something that you're aware of when you're on the pill, no. right? Because you're a, not, you're fake, it's fake fucking hormones, yeah, right? Like, it's fake hormones. You're so disconnected from this. There's literal stuff in there just blocking everything. So once you mm-hmm. do come off it, you're like, oh, I'm ovulating. Wow. <laughs> like, what is this? Oh, yeah. and it's like, you can actually feel. And like, for me, it's like, oh, I'm really fucking emotional. This must be the day before I get my period. Yeah. Like, yeah. and I'm, and again, it's like that self-awareness to be like, oh, I'm just going to give myself that little bit of permission that it's okay that I'm feeling this way. Yeah. And even like how you eat, how you exercise, like yes. all of that needs to change depending where you are in your cycle. Yes. This is something I'm very, very passionate about because I'm like, if I'm like day one, day two, maybe day three, depending, I'm like no exercise. Right. Well, see, I'm actually it's so weird for me. And I, Arxis a lot of people and I seem to be one of the only ones that it happens to but I'm actually fine on my period I'm strong as fuck really yeah sometimes it might be like day one two not as but like I'm fine it's the week before mm. Talked. I got nothing yeah yeah well that's literally so like think about it when we're in our inner autumn everyone we literally like that it all of our um all of our testosterone depletes and some of our other yeah. hormones literally deplete so yeah there's nothing I, there. I always really struggle to exercise leading up to it. I'm like, no, just keep going. Cause you know, that once you bleed, like you really yeah. aren't going to want to, but yeah. it's like day, by day two, day three, that's usually like, I've got that pick me up again with the estrogen yeah. starting to come you back feel in. Like, and you like, feel so amazing. Yes. That's me now. I'm on day four. Yeah. So I, was like, yes, I feel so good, <laughs> but yeah. it's literally like, I am fine to train through my whole period. I don't find any. Mm. And like, of, of course, like if I, if I did, I would listen to my body and slow down, yeah. but Sometimes things feel heavy, other times don't. But yeah, most of the time I'm pretty fucking strong on my period, which is wild. And this is why it's so important, everyone, to just like actually check in with yourself because everyone's yeah. body is going to be different. If you right? push past it, you'll be forced to rest down the track. Absolutely. I always like, and I've, again, like I've really noticed this in myself. If I don't rest during my period and I'm not just talking about just like exercising, I just mean like in general, if I don't take enough time to really just honor myself, yeah I'm exhausted and then like the next period is like it's a mess like it's just not fun I learned that in that red um code red book as well because it was like I think she speaks about like everything that you ignore and don't Mm. honor the first half of your cycle will manifest in the second yes whether that's like a mental thing or physical whatever it's gonna gonna (laughs) you're gonna pay for it next in the half second half sorry yeah yeah wild so I always say bleed on it. I always say, and I think that's something that she even says. It's yeah, like she does. Coming, I'm like, someone's trying to make a decision. I'm like, where are you at in your cycle? I was like, bleed on it. Do not make a decision. Chill out. Bl- like, like bleed on it. It's so true. It's just like, cause like, I'm like, you're a fucking mess right now. 
don't literally and like I guess too we all have such a really poor relationship with our cycles as well so like once you learn that when you do have your period it's just shedding all that old ah, shit as well not just like physically yeah a new fresh start every month like that's beautiful exactly and so and like literally celebrate that like and Mm. one thing as well like I always notice like if my cycle is just like a couple of days late I mm. sit with myself. I'm like, mm-hmm. what are you not releasing? Yeah. What is blocking you right now from this release? Yeah. And I can Mine guarantee came early. Ooh. Interesting. Yeah. So like, again, that's something else to look at. It's like, okay, like, is that, were we moving very quickly this month? Like, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yep. So interesting to look at. And this is like why I just love not, like, I, that's why I love the natural rhythm to the cycle now it's just like if I am a little bit behind the late it's like oh shit like um, something's blocking me like I need to to mention you don't have to remember to take anything yeah I know (laughs) so much better (laughs) you know better and like I'm so glad that I did all of this stuff and got it in check before I got with my partner as well Mm. it's obviously like if I had done that while I was just in a new relationship that would have been so hard to navigate yeah absolutely <laughs> and work out but yeah it's like I was in that really good groove before him so now it doesn't really affect me I guess but yeah yeah it's wild how all of it's connected fun fact everyone um <laughs> when you are I really like to share this and again I've I've researched this um it is a very well-known fact when we are actually on the contraceptive pill we are actually attracted to different men yes. than when we were off it. Yes. Six yes. months after I got off the pill, I entered my marriage. Yes. No, but do you know what? That was actually a really big reason why I was scared to be on the pill. Cause I like, as you, as you know, I've yeah. been calling in my partner for such a long time. Yeah. And a big part of the reason why I wanted to get off the pill, aside from all the other yeah reasons that we've just spoken about I was fucking scared I'd meet my person or who I would have thought would have been my person I would have come off the pill and then not been attracted to them and then I'd be like nah fuck I'm literally disgusted by you when I come off it yeah it happens and you're literally <laughs> living proof that it happens I'm literally uh, literally it wasn't quite six months but probably six months afterwards I was like I don't really know if I like I love you I'm not in love with you no yeah something's you know and like Obviously, chemically, hormonally, I was just mm-hmm. no longer because I've seen like it, it fucks with our pheromones, it fucks with our mm-hmm. hormones. And yeah. so it's just like you are attracted to that person. 100%. Get off it. I was like, oh, I'm not attracted to you. Yeah. Can and then we I also talk about how much better sex is when you're not on the pill. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> like, talk about, I didn't have. I've done a lot of healing due to like trauma anyways on like just like yeah. my my womb and stuff but like genuinely like I didn't have a sex drive yeah but that was another thing like I got off the pill had a sex drive and like he just couldn't keep up with me and I was just <laughs> like I gotta go bro like it happens it happens and so again like being on the pill is literally fucking with your sex oh, drive and your libido it is and like even like I've had friends too, and they're like struggle to have orgasms. I'm like, are you on the pill? Mm. They're like, yeah. I'm like, get off it. Yeah. 
They're like, that it makes no sense. I'm like, it fucking does. It's blocking you from your body. Yeah. It's literally, and anyone, and again, I've actually worked with people like, um, with clients on this kind of topic, like I can't, I can't, I can't orgasm. I'm like, you're either, you know, are you on the pill? Cool. You're, not yeah. on the pill. you're, you're fucking in your head. Like yeah. you actually can't orgasm in your head. Are you feeling, are you enjoying, or are you too worried about yeah. what you look like? And like, what, like, yeah. Get out yeah. your head and enjoy the moment. Yeah. And it's interesting. Cause like previously before my partner, like I went on a big, like 18 month man band, mind you, which obviously, <laughs> you know, as well, <laughs> but before that, like I would, I would say my sex life was like, I was literally just having sex to fuck, let's say. Yeah. Whereas like yeah. now, like I can kiss my partner. He's only just got to be like, and I'm like, oh, my whole body's singling. Literally. I have never had that in my life. I've never had that actual like attraction. It's a literal attraction. You actually literally. feel it within your body. Yeah. And when I would be having sex with people, I would, I was super masculine in my masculine mm. energy for so years. So it was like, I, yeah, that's a whole another kettle of fish. But it was literally just to have sex and prove that I was fucking good at something, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. And mm-hmm. like I would always be thinking, like, okay, am I am I the best at this or am I whatever? So I could never actually, like, I could be so physically attracted to someone. I'm like, okay, yep. You visually look hot, but my body doesn't want you at all. Like I could have sex with people. Sometimes I could have sex with a guy and Mm. like, you could use a vibrator, whatever. And I still couldn't come because my body literally would not even allow me to get to that point, but I was not attracted to that either. Yeah. Yeah. So it's so wild how like it it goes hand in hand. It's weird. It really, honestly, like ladies, please, <laughs> if you if you want to have good sex and you're still on the pill, get the fuck off, get it. off it. Genuinely, get it's it. gonna change your life. But I, I, for so many reasons, like not just the health reasons, yeah. but like you guys know, I'm just all about like embracing mm-hmm. our fucking divine feminine and to me like the feminine is a sexual being yeah, right 100%. like when we are truly in our power we are sexual goddesses and the, that is actually genuinely the reason why women have been feared right because we are actually highly sexual beings yeah and that's really really intimidating for men 100 and when you learn how to i guess have sex like that <laughs> game changer yeah <laughs> Best thing I ever fucking did. Get divorced. No, 100%. And also too, just from like a um, like training perspective, Mm -hmm. when you are on the pill too, you actually can't build as much muscle. Fun fact. Mm, Yeah, there's been lots of studies lately that have said that. So a lot of like, when I'm on TikTok and stuff, I see a lot of girls who are like gym girlies and they're like coming off the pill because it's affecting their gains. Yeah. I'm, I'm not surprised. Well, I'm it makes sense. You build muscle, like there's a, obviously like a hormone level to how you build muscle, right? So like yeah. if your hormones are suppressed, it makes sense. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. Totally all makes sense. It's all correlated. Everything is literally all correlated. Yep. Right? So I'm curious from your perspective, just in terms of like what you actually do with your clients, right? Given Mm -hmm. that you obviously have such an understanding of not just like the physical health, but obviously like the mental, spiritual kind of health, like how do you kind of like help your clients? Because obviously some of them probably aren't super woo-woo, right? No, but then the day you like attract in like. Yeah, exactly. So some of them, a lot of them are super Mm woo-woo. Others are like, but Mm. 
yeah doesn't scare them off if I spoke like woo woo to them if that makes sense yeah um but also to I guess if you're not working on your mindset and your spiritual health there is no fucking way that the fitness and physical side of your journey is going to click. Yeah. No way. Like the re- like people that struggle with all or nothing mindsets and they go fully extreme with something and then they drop off completely. That's not a body issue. That mm. is a mental and spiritual at some level. Yeah. Problem. Yeah. Until you're shifting all that stuff, there is no way anything's going to click. So, true. so it really just depends on like what level and capacity that I'm working with someone as well, yeah. because like, as you know, I've got like different levels to my coaching. So if someone was just doing like a base coaching, mm. I'm not actually speaking to them every single week, like a, I guess, mindset client, like where I'm speaking to them for like an hour. So clients like that, that are long stints that I'm actually speaking face to face with them. We do a lot mm. of shadow work. We do even like my business clients, like mm. everything's like that level whereas like just a coaching client it's more in their check-in so like as part of the process like I always am like checking in with their mental health their mindset like how things are going is there anything that they need to I guess move through and like what comes up with them for them week to week so really that's like in the check-in process when I'm talking to them about that Mm. and I voice note back all my clients so it just really depends on what they're usually it's body image related yeah always like and as a female like we all struggle with body image like it just it's part of everyone's journey as sad as that is so it's usually just like helping them through things like that and like I always encourage shadow work always Mm. always so I'm always like asking them like where did they think they that come from or like you know if someone wants to lose weight as well they're usually scared of like weight gain, right? Or their body changing. Mm. And people always put that on like the body is the problem, but it's actually like the underlying fears that you have about your body changing. So like for me, it was, I didn't think I would find love until I had my dream body. Mm. Right. I always thought that I was unlovable. I was unworthy, all these things because of what I look like. And it's interesting because as a child, I never grew up overweight. Mm. Never, ever. Yeah. And people, when I say that to people, they're like, that makes no sense. Cause like I'm married and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, you found love, right. But you're actually scared that it's going to leave if your body changes. Yeah. So it's different for everyone. Everyone mm. has different levels to their body image problems, but until you work on that underlying problem, it's not going to happen. Yeah. I'm always encouraging like to get to the bottom of that reason and then working on that head on. Yeah. Like we don't so, get, we don't fluff around with my coaching. Like no. if you sign up for a coach thinking they're going to be like, yeah, cool. Like you're doing amazing, which I do that obviously, but like, I'm always going to push you to understand the reasons behind it. Always. Yeah. There's 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 no point just like going to the gym, exercising, eating well to not actually understand why you got there in the first place. Hundred percent, hundred percent. So like when I in like 2018, 2019, when I originally lost, like I lost about 30 odd kilos myself. I've gained a bit back, but which is fine. fine. Which is totally fine. Um, Mm -hmm. when I originally lost it, I realized that a lot of my weight was actually a protection mechanism. Yeah. Right. 
I was happy being overweight because people didn't look at me and I was invisible. No, it's true. So when I lost that weight and I started to be walking down the street and people were looking at me all the time, I was like, this makes me uncomfortable. Oh. And this is before funny I knew. You say that. Sorry. Mm. It's funny you say that because I said that to a client the other day. I said, you're actually scared of being seen. And she yeah. was like, what? I'm like, the reason why you can't stick to your journey yeah. is because deep down you're actually scared of what actually is going to happen when I do get that fucking hot body and I look amazing. People are going to look at you. You're going to get attention and you don't want it. Yeah. And she yeah. was like, whoa. Uh, yeah. It's true. It's so true. When I, and again, this is like, this, I realized this in 2019. This is before I really knew what shadow work was to the yeah. depths that I do now. And so like, this is just a realization I had. And I was like, I'm literally stopping myself from losing any more weight because I'm so uncomfortable that people are staring at me because mm-hmm. I've just spent five, six, maybe five or six years at that point, quite overweight, mm-hmm. but no one looked at me. Yeah. I was invisible. And that yeah. was really, really easy to be invisible when you were depressed. So once I started to lose weight and I was happy, and so I'm walking down the street, I'm like this gorgeous, yeah. I've got short blonde hair. Like I was mm-hmm. fucking hot it was all shit. Everyone's like looking at me and I'm like, wow, this is really fucking uncomfortable. I might yeah. really like gain my weight back and be invisible again. Mm-hmm. So if you don't look at like the reason why you ended up there in the first place or yeah. what's coming up as you're losing it, you're just going to bounce the fuck back. Absolutely. And like, too, the thing is, like, if you got handed your dream body on a fucking platter, like mm. everything you ever wanted, it's here in the palm of my hand. Yeah. If you just magically get that, you actually haven't learned all of those habits to get you to that point. So you'll yeah. fucking reverse back anyway. Yes. You, you can't maintain it because you actually haven't transcended all of those other things. Yeah. But people get so fucking stressed about it and they want to skip phases one, two, three, four, five because they just want that. They just want that, yeah. Yeah. And this is what I was saying before, like your body is a physical manifestation of your soul. Mm -hmm. So my soul didn't want to be seen. Like I didn't want to be seen. So I was like, how can I do that? All right, I'm just going to like, I'll be overweight. So I do what I need to to be overweight Mm -hmm. so that no one's, because like genuinely like people probably listen to this so like maybe if you've never really dealt with like being like overweight, as someone who was, I was quite heavily overweight for a few years, like people really don't pay attention to you. No. Right. No, you become quite invisible. Like I was well over, like I was like up to was like 150 and like 120 kilos at like my heaviest. Mm-hmm. Right. I was highly, highly depressed. I was on antidepressants. Like I was like mm-hmm. physically, emotionally, spiritually, I was fucked up, mm-hmm. but no one noticed me. I was invisible and that was okay because mm-hmm. I was invisible with it. I was trying to ignore myself. My soul was just dead. So yeah. I was dead. Yeah. Right. And that's easy. Yeah. That's it's- easier than facing everything that has to get you to your dream body. Absolutely. And like, I guess our egos play a massive yes. part in that because they, it doesn't like change, doesn't like things being different. So mm-hmm. It's designed to keep us safe, right? Yeah. And if that's how you deem that you were going to keep yourself safe, then so be Why it. would you change? 100%. It's comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Wild. What do you, like, I'm just so curious, like, just on this topic, like, what do you think is probably one of the biggest hurdles that, like, your clients face in their kind of, like, health journey? Definitely. Well, mindset. Mindset yeah. is always always the biggest struggle for people Mm -hmm. like I said it's because they don't want to actually look deeper within themselves because it's uncomfortable right so 
Yeah, I would literally just say it's like learning how to call yourself out on your own bullshit, Hmm. just moving through it. Yeah. That is probably the hardest thing um, because a lot of people get so, I guess, fixated on being perfect all the time. Mm. Yeah. And that's why I create all the content that I do is because like, Everything that I share is like everything that I needed to see at both ends of the scale. Mm. If I can help one person, I've done my job for one. But social media is so glamorized, I guess. And like, you know, most fitness girls, it's like they do everything perfectly. They've got rock hard abs, like this beautiful booty. And everyone just thinks that like they're lucky to get that or they don't make any mistakes along the way. So the thing that I always tell my clients is like get comfortable with failing. Mm. so I would say that is probably the biggest I guess hurdle for people to overcome is like learning that you don't have to be perfect yeah and that's like with anything that's like with Mm. your mental health your spiritual journey whatever like it takes time you can't just like have all the things put together perfectly all the time you're a fucking human being right Mm. Mm. so but learning to do that is a mindset thing yeah Yeah. Like, yeah, it's just, and like I said, a lot of people don't want to call themselves on their own shit. Like how quick people are to like blame a coach if they didn't lose weight and they coach hop. It's like, well, no, the best coach in the world wouldn't work for you if you're not going to work for yourself. Yeah. So I guess it's that element of like, I can fucking do this. I'm the only one standing in my own way and Mm. move through it basically. It's personal responsibility, right? Yeah. Like, whether it's you're working with an online coach like yourself or you're working with, you know, like a spiritual coach or whatever, mentor, healer, like we can only do yeah. so much, yeah, right? Even I as like just like when I'm doing an energy healing or something on someone, I was like, I can bring the energy in, yeah. but like you've got to release it. Like you've yeah. got to notice what everything, like what comes up in your body. Like It's you're... funny you say that too because like I always, like I've recommended psychics to multiple people I've had a few really good ones over the years now that I found mm. you I have not changed <laughs> she's <laughs> a regular like, now <laughs> but like I've said to people go to this person they're like they were really shit they didn't come out with any and like I have had readings that are like so fucking specific like even yours for me was so fucking specific mm. and people are like oh nah I didn't really get anything I'm like yeah but are you open to that Mm. I get on a call to you and I'm like I'm open fucking go into whatever you want like yeah it's so so, have a good reading yeah it's so as as a reader like it is so hard when I'm reading someone and you could just feel that they're so close up they're so skeptical they don't want to give in they don't they don't really want to actually hear what I need to hear and like you like and just like you've like probably said this to me like when I've done a reading for you like like I knew that yeah no everything you say to me I'm like I know yeah. And as, as I've said to people so many times, like a psychic, like, yes, I'm going to fucking predict shit. You know that I've done that yeah. for you like a gazillion fucking times, but also the bulk of it's going to be like, bitch, pull your fucking head in. This is the shit that's going wrong. You know exactly what you need to do. I'm just literally, I'm tapped know. into, I've said to people, actually, I'm like me and your higher self right now are having a conversation. Yeah. I was like, you just can't ignore me. Like you're ignoring your higher self. Absolutely. And when I expect, explain to you when I recommend you to someone mm. I actually say I'm like I've had readings where people have told me like, I had this one lady and she was fucking she said like eight names of people in my life and she's like who's this person I'm like fuck what like 
so specific. And I'm like, you can go to a reading like that and they're going to tell you that. And I was like, I much prefer going to Cass. She mm. guides me in the right direction. She tells me stuff that just gives me confirmation that I'm on the right way. And if I'm like, not, she's going to pull me up on it and I'm going to fucking listen to it. And yeah, yes, yeah. she predicts things spot on, but it's not a matter of this is going to happen set in stone. And I believe that to the fucking core that, that and if anything else happens outside of that, it's, oh, she was wrong. Yeah. Yeah. You know because I mean? it's so it's no, because it's so disempowering. And this is why I, I focus a lot less on like what's happening in the future for you. No. Because as a psychic, I've actually really struggled with being a psychic because of my yeah. understanding of the universe, because it's like, but nothing's set in stone. No, there's literally millions of possibilities. So how can I actually 100% confidently say that that's definitely going to happen when if you decide right now that you want to brush your teeth instead of going for a walk you actually change your timelines absolutely you know so it's like how can how can I truly confidently say this is absolutely going to happen it's going to happen on this day you you know but it's like this is definitely a general path and energy that you're moving towards do you like it cool keep going if not let's change it and let's do that together yeah like I had a psychic one time Um, and she basically said to me like, okay, in, I can't remember the exact timeline, but it was like, let's say 12 months. Mm I, I, I genuinely feel like you're in love. I feel like this is the person you're with your person. Mm -hmm. She actually picked up on me. I've, she felt that love, but it was my self love. Yeah. Yeah. Like that time, that time that she said to me, I met Sam a whole year later. Mm. Mm-hmm. but I was genuinely in love with myself at that point yeah I was a good year into my healing journey so that's what she picked up on but yeah. I could have easily been like oh no 12 months I'm gonna and like and then you can be like where the fuck's the love of my life literally although in saying that in a year ahead reading with you you were like to me oh I feel like around your birthday you're gonna be like with that person I just feel that the day after my birthday party was my first date with Sam I genuinely freak myself out sometimes. So probably not a good example, but like, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. But she was like, nope, you're going to be in love. This is whatever. She also predicted exactly what Sam looks like. Mm. She was spot on with everything. It was just a different timeline. Yeah. And but if I was closed off, I would have genuinely been like, they're coming on that date and that's final. And if it didn't happen, I would have been like, oh, they're never coming then. Yeah. she was wrong yeah yeah and this is this is where people really need to like step into like that personal responsibility when having a reading it's like not that you don't need to take everything they say with a grain of well no yeah. take everything they say with a grain of salt discernment <laughs> that's beautiful bit of discernment because like you can and I've actually had people message me after my year ahead readings they're like I've already done everything that you said or I made this decision. And I think that now everything's changed. And I was like, probably. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I've tapped into your energy. I'm like, bitch, you fucking up leveled like insanely. Yeah. Like you're not on the same timeline. Like, no. of course it's not going to resonate. No. Like you need to be totally prepared for the fact that when a reader is reading you, they are reading you in your energy right then and right there. Then. Yeah. Right? And also too, just like, well, it's a bit like what I said before, like you, they could say one thing, but that could have a whole different meaning. So mm-hmm. yeah, that probably has played out in your life or going to, but just in a different way to what they Correct. said. And you've just tunnel visioned on what it meant. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I always come back to the fact that when I 
six months after coming off the pill, I went to a tarot reader and I was like, I think I want to end my marriage. And she like, or she put the, and I still kind of visually remember the tarot cards. And she's like, oh no, you know, you guys are going to buy a house and et cetera, et cetera. She's like, you're going to buy the house. Everything's going to be good. But like, that was just her purpose. And I went into that reading wanting my marriage to to blossom, you know, like I didn't want to end it, but part of me was like, I think I need to leave. Yeah. So you were already tapping into your intuition and it knew. Exactly. So like she read my energy being like, and I I look at the cards, like for instance, like the justice card, the justice card can mean marriage, but it can also mean divorce, right? Absolutely. It can also mean buying a house. She's like, oh no, you're going to like, you're going to buy a new house this year. Really that card probably meant that I was getting divorced, but I went in there with like, (laughs) please God make my marriage work. And And if that's the energy you're putting out, of course, she's going to read that. Exactly. Exactly. So I'm always just like, always use discernment. Yeah, absolutely. And like, honestly, like some of the things that you've said to me in my reading, like just still stick to me. And I'm like, honestly, I would not have made it this far in my relationship with like the, some of the things you've told me, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, but because you don't give me a specific thing, you give me the guidance of what I'm going to need for the whole duration of that. Yeah. Not just like, yeah, this is what's going to happen. This is what you need to do. Just it's set in stone. So just let it play out. I love that you remember. I, I obviously can't remember anything. No, but no. I'm I'm fully tapped in. I'm I, you know, you've had readings with me. I'm like, don't ask me what I just said, Jesse. Just let me keep flowing. Like, it's coming out. Right? I'm used to it by now. Yeah, just keep going. But yeah, that's that's 100 it. Like, and I think that I think that you're a really great example of someone who does like take on everything in a reading and just being like, okay, cool, that's amazing. I'm gonna take that and yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna piece the pieces together. Yeah. Because that's what you need to do. That comes from a level of being spiritual myself, tapping into my intuition and being able to trust myself, right? Yeah. Which comes back to, again, what we've been talking about this whole fucking time. Yeah. Trust yourself. Right? Full circle. (laughs) Literally. Literally. I love it. So, all right. I want to... I want to kind of just like end more so just well, let's get back to the just like the health and stuff I want to I guess us going on a tangent literally but like I love I told you when we got on here I was like this is going to be potentially onions we're just going to like just talk and chaos and I love it I've never planned anything <laughs> but as I said I really wanted to emphasize with this podcast episode today like the importance that we both believe okay motorbike shush um I really want to emphasize the importance of our physical health yeah in terms of just like, if you feel like you, uh, like one of the big things for me, as I was kind of saying before, is like, because I was in the health industry, right. And I was like trying to get people to like work on themselves and be happier people. And like, let's say start to meditate and just be like a really balanced human being, but they were addicted to sugar because they were drinking like two liters of Coke a day. Right. Like, oh, I can I can never caffeine. Fuck me. Like get off caffeine. I mean, I drink, I drink caffeine every single day. Not going to lie, but okay get into the decaf <laughs> however yeah little things like having it first waking up like how many people drink that's the first thing they wake up with yeah yeah I've I've gone from like I used to have like 300 milligram pre-workouts I now mm. drink an oxy shred can or something it's like 100 milligrams of caffeine so like yeah but also I have had my greens I have yeah. already moved my body at some point I have meditated I have journaled already. I have eaten probably two full meals before I've even had that. Yeah. Very yeah, yeah. different to waking up, having a cigarette and a Red Bull. 
<laughs> but you know what I mean? Like yeah. if there's a way that you cannot physically, like if you, if you choose not to give up caffeine, there's ways that you can make it better. Yes. Right? Yes. Please don't drink it on an empty stomach first thing in the no. morning. Do not oh wake up. Do not wake up and have a cup of coffee. Like it's as no. simple as that. And that's coming from someone. I'd be like, ah, oh, it's 4.30 in the morning. I'm going to drink my cup of coffee before I meditate. And I'd be like meditating, like, oh, no, no, you <laughs> like, like, oh, why can't I sit still? And I'm like twinging yeah. and I'm just like, oh, this isn't working. I think there might be something wrong. No, it's true. And like the effects that has on your gut health as well. Yeah. Like if your gut health isn't on point, your serotonin is actually made in your gut as well. Mm. Yeah. So if your gut health is shit. Yeah. Then caution mental health is going to be shit. That was a big one for me, like learning about like the gut and mind connection, like that if your gut is not healthy, like e.g. like for instance, I'm gluten intolerant, right? Mm -hmm. I noticed that when I was eating a lot of like gluten, I would then feel like mentally like down. Yeah. Because my gut was literally like it was fucked up. Screaming so, at you. <laughs> yeah. So like my mind was foggy and I'm like yeah. clear and I like I was a mess because of it. And I was like, hmm, okay, mm-hmm. better cut out gluten, like better yeah. switch to gluten free things. And even just like sunlight first thing in the morning. Literally. Like get your morning sun, do some earthing. That's why I go for a walk every morning. Yeah. Right. And like, I try and also take my sunglasses off for a yeah. part of it as well, even though Sun- it's no sunscreen bright. too is a good one. Sunscreen. Don't, Just first thing in the morning. Like I journal out in the sunshine every morning and I don't put any sunscreen on to like, yeah. Not I don't it. put sunscreen on at all personally. Like that's just my really? personal preference. I don't use sunscreen. I know it'd be controversial. Really? I don't use any sunscreen at all. And I yeah. haven't for many, many years since I stopped wearing makeup. Cause I obviously used yeah. to wear quite heavy makeup and I'd be like, oh my God, got to put my SPF like 15 face cream on first and then put on my like Estee Lauder thick ass fucking foundation. And then all of like, literally <laughs> times like have changed. 20 li- like layers of like product on my skin. I'm like, ah, yes, this is beauty. This is not, you know, yeah. whatever. And now I'm just like, I obviously make my own oils. I'm just like chuck yeah. my oil on and like I'm good to go I'm out the door, right? Yeah. But yeah, I I don't. And I, I was literally, I'm in the process. I've, I don't, I'm not even going to recommend what the podcast is. I don't know off the top of my head, but I'm in the process of listening to one. It's like a four hour podcast. And they're actually talking about the benefits of like sun on our yeah. melatonin production, how healthy it is for ourselves. Like mm-hmm. it's fucking, like, there's so yeah. much data out there now saying like, don't wear sunscreen, get morning sun and just expose yourself to the sun because our body yeah. needs it. Yeah. I think first thing in the morning, especially. And like too, that just, if you have sun first thing in the morning, that also helps your sleep patterns. Circadian rhythm. Yeah. It's all yeah. linked. Yeah. Yeah. That's wild. It is wild. Yeah. But also too, like if you're not getting out in the sunshine, and moving mm. your body every day at some point yeah like if you're someone that struggles with your mental health like why the fuck would you think it's going to get better yeah if you're not doing basic things like that yeah literally yeah like also I'm like a big believer of like and I've spoken about it so many times like guys have a fucking morning practice of some type oh. you don't you don't need fucking hours but I swear to no. god if you're I personally and, like an hour but I, like, I'm, cr- I'm crazy like I'm like oh I wake up at 4 30 I go for my walk at 7 30 so that's three hours yeah. don't tell me you don't have time like make make fucking time but yeah. like 
if you're depressed and you're like, oh my God, like my life sucks, but you're like snoozing your alarm for an hour, getting out of bed for 20 minutes and going to work and coming home and eating your processed food and sitting mm-hmm. in front of TV with Netflix. And you're just like, wow, is this all that life is? Mm-hmm. And see, that brings us back to like what I was saying before, like when you asked what's the biggest thing that people have to overcome, mm-hmm. it's like your fucking self. Like yeah, if you want to do something, you will. Yeah, 100%. So you how, have to be able to call your shit. You have to be able to call yourself out in your shit and be like, okay, cool. Like I'm, as you said, snoozing my alarm so many times. Am I exercising today? No. Oh, am I eating shitty food? Am I getting Uber Eats? Yeah. Well, of course you're not going to be f- feeling fucking mentally great. Yeah. And adjust your routine. Like I know a big thing for me was like, I would always, be, okay, I've got to get up and exercise straight away. Yeah. But I was like mentally be like, but I don't want to get up right now. So I'll just keep snoozing. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, well, what I'll do is, is I'll exercise later. Yeah. I'll do other things that excite me first. Yeah. Right. And I always say to clients, I'm like, switch up your fucking routine. If you don't yeah. enjoy doing that thing and that's not making you motivated to get out of bed, change it. Yeah. hundred percent. And that's also too about having to have everything perfect. Like just because we do an hour long morning routine and we do it in that doesn't mean that's what someone else should do. Exactly. Like you can do it in a different way and mine changes. Like I Mm. generally do the same things in every morning routine. Like I always take the dog out for a walk. I always first thing in the morning, first, first, first and foremost, I always pour greens Mm -hmm. and then I journal out in the sun and meditate. That is always first. However, if something comes up and I can't do that first and I have to, for some, whatever reason, I can't do that. I don't beat myself up about it. Like mm-hmm. the whole point of Important. having this is so that you can be flexible with things. It's not a strict, you don't want it to be a strict regime, right? So that's usually first thing in the morning, but it might change. Like I might go walk the dog before I've had breakfast or I might mm-hmm. do some work before I've gone and trained. Like it changes a little bit, but those three initial, as soon as I wake up is my every single day non-negotiable, non-negotiable. And if I don't, I'm chaos. Yeah. I am chaos. Yeah. And like, I might journal for 30 minutes some days. Some days it might be five, but I've done it. Mm. Like I've got clients too. And when I'm like, okay, you need to start journaling. Mm. I don't have time. I'm like, take it with you to work. And when you Mm. arrive 10 minutes earlier to work, journal in your fucking car. Yeah. I'm so sick of hearing. I don't have time. Yep, same. Like, no, you're just not prioritizing the time. Yeah, and I have been there when I, this is another thing too, like how much my nervous system has gotten better since I mm. quit my job and I now work at home for myself. And also too, um, I know we've delved a bit into my human design as well in readings is like, I have to be on my own. Yeah. I have to be on my own for my creativeness to even come through to me. Mm. Too much noise is too much for me, but I also have to be moving my body a lot. Yeah, yes. I've got lots of heat in my body, you told me. I remember that. So I always have to do like, I always thought I was like ADHD because I couldn't sit down. <laughs> but you told me you were like, you need to be moving a lot throughout your day. Um, But like when I was a personal trainer, I would be up at 4 a.m., 4.30 at the latest Mm. I would literally get up, put a piece of toast in. I'd go brush my teeth, put my skincare on, get dressed, grab my toast, run out the door. I'd be there to do a session Mm. and wondered why I was so fucking stressed. Yeah. 
mm-hmm. like that actually just makes me sick thinking about that's how I used to live my life yeah. and when I first started working with my mindset coach she's like you need a morning routine and I was like I don't have time yeah yeah so I've, been, I've done that yeah and again like I've when I worked corporate everyone thought I was fucking insane for waking up as early as I did but I was like I do not want to continue just waking up in a flight kind of like absolutely because that's what happens right you it's like I just got to get up do my shit fucking get out the door your nervous system do anything from that state because you literally your um I can't think of the fucking name of it off the top of my head right now but like that little reptilian part of our brain has just been programmed um, fuck yeah it's really it's a weird word it is it ends in dala yeah oh, um, I can't it's gonna piss yeah. me off now but you guys I literally have a fucking anatomy degree I uh everyone amygdala 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 yeah amygdala, something weird something like that, like that. Yeah. anyway we're on the same yeah. page <laughs> we know we, we got this that thing right you've just programmed it first thing in the morning to go okay we're stressed let's keep going and so you continue to stress all day and you never chill out this is why I'm like please Give yourself fucking half an hour. Meditate for five minutes. Journal. Oh. You need half an hour. Just literally calm the fuck down yeah. before Even you like, go face the world. If the first thing that you do in the morning is open your phone and scroll oh. on social media, bruh. I will literally slap you, bruh. I, I used to do that a lot, and sometimes I like find myself getting back in those because actually, too, I think what started that is like my partner goes to work at sometimes 4am. So when mm. I wake up at seven, I ring him. That's our yeah. morning routine. That's always what we've done. Right. Yeah. So I always ring him. It's literally like two minutes done. But yeah. then I was finding I would get back into the habit of like scrolling after that. Mm. Yeah. And I had to really check myself again and be like, no, this feels like shit when you do this. Yeah. Pull yourself together, get out in that fucking sunshine journal, meditate, cook your breakfast, and then you can get on social media. Yeah. And you just got to notice these things, right? You just got to pick yourself up and go, hang on a second. I'm not feeling too good today. What changed? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, right. Okay, is it my cycle? Or have I done something today that has not really been congruent for what I want? Yeah. And that's why being self-aware is so fucking important and why you just got to get yourself out of like your monkey mind, right? Get yourself out of fight or flight and actually be completely Mm -hmm. fucking aware of what's happening within not only your external, but external world. And if you're doing all of those things, like I said, you don't need to be doing it to an extreme extent. Like just a couple of things a day is going to help. Yeah, and I find too, what if my clients struggle with things like that, I'm always like habit trackers. Mm. You got a habit tracker that's going to keep you on the straight and narrow. It was an app that I used at the very, very beginning of my journey. It was called Fabulous. Yeah. And yeah. it was a literal, it, I put in there everything I wanted to do and you, it would tell you like the time and I would like click it off. And it was like this really rewarding thing. Like I fucking did this thing, but genuinely yeah. it kept me being like, okay, I've got to wake up. I got to drink my water. I got to do my gratitude. I got to do that because I was not going to myself accountable really without it. I had to have yeah. something was written down and it was rewarding me. Yeah. And, and like, okay, it starts, so sorry, it starts where you're forcing yourself to do stuff a hundred percent. But yeah. then it becomes second nature and you can do it without even thinking about it. Yes. And then once it's you so do true. all of these things, your obviously your mental health gets better. Your mm. physical health in terms of like illnesses, like I never get sick anymore. If I do, it kind of floors me, but I will mm. recover quicker than yeah. 
like my partner will get sick and he'll be sick for like two, three weeks. I'm like, he'll be like, oh, if you get sick, you'll be in hospital. I'm like, okay. Sometimes I don't even get it. Yeah, fucking no. Sometimes I don't even get it. Or if I do, it'll be like quick and intense and I'm done over it, recovered way quicker than what I not what I used to also to your mm. weight loss journey gets a lot better mm. 100% yeah well, actually Just like successful weight loss journey again it all comes together <laughs> yeah like, absolutely and I guess that's really what I wanted to drive home for everyone today is like if you are trying to do one of these things if you're trying to improve like let's say like you're on my end we're like oh, I just want to be like this more intuitive just like mm-hmm. still person I'm like cool like what's your diet like are you getting your morning sun? Like, how are you looking up to your physical body? Yeah, and if you're on Jess's side and you're like, oh, I want to lose weight. I want to be really healthy. It's like, okay, cool. Like, how's your mindset? Like, yeah. how are you connected to yourself? Like, yeah. how's your soul? Like, are you fucking happy? Because if you're not happy, you're not going to take care of your body. No way. Like, And people just definitely. get that so mixed up. Mm. Yeah. But I just think if they want to work on one thing, they just focus on that and everything else yeah. magically fall into place. It's like, no, no, honey. No. Got to no. do it all. Yep. Yeah, mm, this has been so fun. It has. We know. Right? I know we did so good. So tell me, tell me, tell me. I would love for you just to um. Is there anything else in your heart? Anything you feel like we haven't spoken into you? You just think like everyone needs to hear right now. I feel like we have literally nailed it. I know. That's why I love my podcast interviews. <laughs> we have nailed it. <laughs> Amazing. Well, um, I will obviously put the links below. Jesse has just launched her podcast by the yeah way. I have um, it's called unlocking her and Cass will hopefully be on it very soon <laughs> super excited <laughs> I can't wait all the things that we could talk about I mean mm. thinking of what we can do oh my god I'm so excited um but yeah just podcasting yeah. all things mindset health fitness business all the mm-hmm. good shit um but yeah that's really it for me yeah, and I'll um, obviously you're on TikTok, you're on Instagram, yeah, obviously. Instagram. Instagram. I will put everything below in the show notes. You guys can stay connected to Jess. Um, and honestly, it's been absolutely a pleasure. We've Thanks literally spoken about everything. Me. It's been so fun. I told you it was going to be a long, fun combo of just us chatting about yeah. all of our, you know, common interests. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> which I love all right my love thank you so much thank you everyone for listening to this episode I really hope you got a lot out of it please go and join the free um inspired by cast community on my website and then go and tell me what you guys think of this episode what your biggest takeaways like all the things and then I can obviously pass everything on to Jesse or take a screenshot turn on your instagrams tag us tag us. us. we want to know what you guys thought of this episode so this will probably be one of many episodes I think that um, yeah. you'll be on. I think we'll, we'll continue this. <laughs> yeah. We'll have more to talk about. We always do. 100%. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, guys. I'll catch you in the next episode. <laughs> Bye.